What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, another episode. <laughs> yes, sir, of the Black Men hey, Win. Okay, sound effect. Hey, hey, hey. We we gotta come. We gotta come crazy. You feel me? But welcome to another edition, another installment, another episode of the Black Men Win podcast with your boy Tyler Pie Guy, and of course. We got another great interview for you. And this one, this one for me hits home. You feel what I'm saying? Cause this is, this is family I got on the line right now. This is, this is true, true family. You feel me? Big brother status. You feel me? But I'm not, y'all, y'all know the purposes of this show. Y'all know we don't introduce. We let the guests introduce themselves and gas themselves. So I'm going to let my brother in arms introduce himself. Go ahead, bro. First and foremost, before I introduce myself, uh, this is way long overdue. This is way long overdue. Too long so overdue. Blessed. This is <laughs> I'm appreciative <laughs> and I'm grateful because you're so modest, uh, bro. But thank you for having me. Uh, what's good, oh, everybody? Man. It's Jalen, bro. Uh, me and Ty go back. We go back. We go back. We go back. It's crazy just to think about it. Jeez. But um, uh, y'all follow me Instagram, Twitter, J underscore Tay24. And uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to dip and dive into a whole bunch of uh, what's about to go on. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a very modest guy myself, very humble. So, uh, like I said, it's just an honor. It's a blessing to be here, brother. And this I thank guy. you. And I thank you. See, see, see. Now we do this every episode. Everybody want to come up on here and be modest, man. <laughs> oh, man you know, I'm just, I just be chilling and all that shit. This nigga's in Atlanta killing the game. I'm sorry. I I appreciate it. Huh? I appreciate this it. This nigga moved to Atlanta. Like, he really didn't tell nobody. This nigga just, met, just was like, all right. I'm gonna do yeah, I've been out here for a minute. I got, I got shit I've been to out do. here for a minute. And been killing the game and working. Got, am I, correct me if I'm wrong, but you got your masses while you was out there. Am I not correct? You already know what's Okay, because that's, that's what I'm saying. Because that's what I'm saying, damn it. Because that's what I'm saying, damn it. Like, this is an educated black man, young educated black it. man that I have definitely looked up to, um, not just as a brother, but as a as a man, as a as a leader. You understand what I'm saying? One of the things and I don't think I've actually told you this, like, you know, face to face or just over the phone. But one of the things that I admired about Jay um, during our our uh, college, you know, career was that this man created a organization on the premise of helping and supporting and mentoring black college students specifically black males and when i tell you even in that year run that you had it was like nobody could stop you you understand what i'm saying it was your drive. That, bro. It was your tenacity. It was your, can we just be honest, yo, I don't give a fuck nature, right? Like, I'm not going to, I don't care about what nobody got to say, but I, this is, this is my vision. This is what I, this is what it was. And I salute was lit. Let me say that. I salute was Shout lit, out, salute. bro. That was the only, Shout man, that was, <clears throat> those days, man. It was just like congregation of all types of brothers. You feel what I'm saying? It didn't matter. Yeah, like bro. the congregation, the actual fellowship, it was great. 
and I and I can say it kind of led me into this path to create this podcast. So I I I, I thank you for your vision. You understand what I'm saying? Because it kind of led into you, this right here. So so we want to definitely give you your flowers, brother. You've been you've been killing the game. But um, we got some things to talk about. I got a few questions on the on the, on the flow for you. You know what I'm saying? Nothing too crazy. You know, Let's but get it, man. That's why I'm here. We are in a state right now, 2022, right? And we are in a state where I feel as though black men, maybe younger black men, maybe a little older than us black men, but I, I do believe that black men in, in congruency and in collective are we're, we're we're changing for the better. It may be a slow, very slow process, but I think I we're changing. I think we're changing for the better. So my so my second question to you is how how can we as black men really improve in these five areas? And I and I call them the the fairest wheels of emotions in a in a sense, right? Five areas: um, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Uh, physically and financially and then the second part of that question is do we do it enough do we sit here and in those five areas do we give enough to each area for us to succeed and if we don't how can we do better uh so first things first i i think that's an excellent and thoughtful question um First thing first, you know, I, I it's it's very interesting for us, bro, because we watched each other growing up, and Absolutely. as I've as I've aged, I've become more honest with myself, more right. truthful with myself. You know, right. um, I feel like a lot of times when growing up, we're we're a lot more critical of, you know, we need to do this, we 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 got to get this, we we need right. to be on top of this, right, and. I think the process just really starts with um, just being honest with yourself. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, right. The reason, the reason to your point earlier, you know, the, the reason why I do things is because I truly believe I can accomplish anything I put my mind to. Absolutely. So with being honest with yourself, you can come to grips with things that you actually need. Like right. I'm a, uh, go, go a different way. You talked about mentally as well. Mm-hmm. Um, fellas go to therapy. Mm. Ladies go to therapy. Big talk. Mamas go to therapy. Big talk. Brothers, sisters, cousins. <laughs> big talk. Go to therapy, man. <laughs> big talk. I'm a I'm a very big advocate of therapy, man. Right. And I would say living fast, you know, being, you know, growing up and stuff, you know, we don't really take our mental capacity, you know, in a whole. We just kind of are always no. on the go. Fact. So with always being on the go, that's when you start bottling up emotions. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. That's when you start, you know, questioning God. You know, that's when you start questioning yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. I feel like what therapy has done for me, especially um, I've been going to therapy since 2019. Wow. That's I've been going to therapy point. since 2019. And, you know, I just think it's been super helpful to my maturation as a right. man, you know what I'm saying? As right. a, as a black man, um, you know, I had to be honest about a lot. I had to tell the truth about a lot and I had to right. change a lot of my ways to become a better person. You know what I'm saying? So, um, to the, to, 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 to the, to the five, man, spiritually, um, pray every day. I think it's important, you know, especially during these times, I think COVID taught us that 
you can have church right inside your house. Woo, say Reading that. On YouTube. Say that. You can have church right inside <laughs> of your house. <laughs> Facts. Literally, 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 I'm tuned in to, uh, you know, my friends, uh, my family. They send me different churches around the um, country. And I- I'm going to get the name of it before the end of the show because I want to shout them out. Right. Um, in Tulsa. I think they, they might be in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, but church is, is right at your fingertips. You need the word. You need to feel God. Get that. He's made you can it accessible. get that. It's easily accessible. Yeah, yes, it it's easily, easily accessible. accessible. Absolutely. Also, too, bro, I want to touch on the Bible. And for the people who aren't really in tune with the Bible, mm-hmm. my recommendation to you is read it like a storybook. That's now, hear me out. Just read right. it like a storybook so you can actually indulge in the words right. in the Bible. Right. And then that's when you start to pull the scriptures and, you know, start to connect yourself spiritually with God and with the and with the word of the Bible. So right. read your Bibles. I, read, I know reading is fundamental and I know we in the age of technology, but get you a hard copy of your of a Bible and read it. Right. And just read it uh, mentally. Therapy, like I said, you do. You, it's 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 it's. Like a lot of people, I don't need no therapy, man. I'm gonna be all right. right. You know, I'm cool. <laughs> right, right. You know how we do. You no, know, I, I could talk mm-hmm. it out. It's a waste of money. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm still an advocate of you know doing what's best for you, but you don't know until you try. That's so right. at least give it a try. And if it don't work for you, then find other mental ways, find other outlets, find people uh, you can confide in and, and talk to and and trust. You know, and um. I end it. I end it right here, man. And the most important thing, Ty, is uh, I don't think we talk about enough as black men is uh, vulnerability. Ooh. It's it's okay to be vulnerable, man. Now you hit when you really, yeah, man. I, I think I think it's so important, bro. I I feel like just like just growing up, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've been more in tune with my emotions. Like it's okay for me to be sad, and if I'm sad. You know, Feel let that. these emotions out. Yes. And after you done coming to grips with the emotions you 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 release, you know, you figure out ways to change so you don't have to feel that way again. Absolutely. Or you do things that make you happy and you want to do them again. Right. So be vulnerable, man. Be vulnerable. Be open. Be 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 aware that right. we constantly adapting. And that's how men are gonna change. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, like you said, change is slow. Change is slow, but it starts with yourself. Why don't it you, starts with yourself? Let me go into the sidebar question. Why don't yeah. you think, as black men, we know? Okay, we know, and we always. I feel like, and and I feel like we're going through this right now. Yeah. I, I, particularly me, I'm going through a shift where everything I'm feeling. Well, can I just say, over the last year and a half, change has been a lot, right? Yeah. But over the, just the last just week period, like just the start of this week moving into my, you know, our, me and my uh, girlfriend's new place, shout out to her, you know, like I was, I, I was thinking about to myself, like change is being made, not just, not just mentally, but financially, emotionally, yeah. all of yeah. that. And I see it, right? And I'm like... Wow. Let me embrace this. That was the first time. Let me let me just be honest. Because as black men, we know when we need to change something. We know. 
There's nah. a gut feeling that we get just like everybody else. Everybody, when you know you need to switch it up, you know you need you know you need to switch it up. There's a gut feeling. There's a fear that happens in your stomach. There's a pit. I can't tell you how you you know what that you know what particularly that feeling is, but it's 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 a sort of fear. Like, oh shit, I gotta switch this up to do better. Oh, I don't wanna do that. Because I know the normal. So why don't you think we as black men want to see that change, knowing that that change is probably going to come whether we're going to like it or not? I, I just I just feel like we I just feel like a lot of black men, you know, we get complacent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I feel like we get complacent. Because, like you said, that growth and that change is scary. It and is. I'm not going to lie, fellas, it, 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 it is scary. It's you know scary what I'm as a I, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. It's like, well, yeah, let's keep it real. Right, let's keep it real. Let's keep it all the way real. It's yes. scary, bro. Yes. yes, You know, because as men, we always want to be in control. Absolutely. We always want to be in control. Absolutely. We always want to be in control. Facts. Fellas, we always want to be facts. in control. Facts. 100% facts. And with change and growth, bro. You can only control the things you can control. Like, listen to me when I say that. You can only control the things you can control. When I tell you all the black women in my life have been saying that, at least, and I know, like, they've been saying it to me hard for the last year and a half. Because you, when when change is happening, let's just let's just let's just use the pandemic as an uh, uh, as an example. When change happens, shit. You don't know how to pivot. You got to adapt. Yeah. You got to pivot. You got to sit here and make it work. But as men, particularly black men, we don't take change too well. And I know for me, when change was happening, especially at a fast rate, like, I mean, we going ultra instinct fast. I'm not, I, I don't, I don't even, I'm not, I don't, it's, it's not even registering in my head. Like, okay, oh shit, I'm making these changes. I have to take a step back. And be like, oh, wow, I did this. I don't do this anymore. I don't do this anymore. And one thing that I I know I had to let go a lot last year during my season and even in this season um, is my pride. Yes, sir. I really had to let my pride go because pride will definitely keep you from change. Great change. Change that will make you a a, a better man, a better person, a better human. And... Trust me, letting it ain't fellas, it ain't easy for change and it ain't even easier to let your pride subside and let God work. I'm I'm, I'm putting I'm, I'm saying that because it really is tough to really let God step in and say, let me work. That's it. Mm-hmm. And to your point about the vulnerability part, because literally that's the first time i've heard it on the show like yo we have to be vulnerable like yo that blew my because i'm like we we do we have to be open we got to man we got to in order for us to even have the change in order for us to even think we can change or have the capacity to change we have to be vulnerable enough for even god to step in you have to allow him to say you you can be fearful but you got to take that step because if you move backwards or if you keep standing in the same area that you in, you're not going to move forward. And if you move backward, that ain't that ain't going to help nothing. 
So it's either you gonna be scared and take this risk, or you gonna be scared and just stand in this in this complacency as you was talking. Go ahead, bro. Yes, sir, man. Um, um, you said something that really registered to me, and um, you know I love my mama. I love my mama. Shout out, man. My mama shout out always. to your mama, bro. <laughs> uh, one thing my mama always instilled in me and my siblings mm-hmm. is um, nothing beats a failure but a try. Like Ooh, she, she's she's always told us that. That's just always been a constant, constant Yo, something. That she- nothing beats a failure but a try, yeah, and um, life is about risk. Yes. Life, life is about taking risks. I mean, don't nobody got no handbook to this, man. Nobody. Mm. Even 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 the mm. richest person in the world ain't had no handbook to how he's gonna get That's there. You know what word. I'm saying? So life is about taking risks. And I think the most important thing we need to touch on, like, it's okay to fail. You know what I'm saying? It's okay mm. to fail as long as you tried your hardest and you put your all into it. Talk to me, because you're talking to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. I'm talking to myself. I've 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 failed plenty of times. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? And I I can I, I've I've failed in relationships. Same. I've failed in businesses. Same. I've failed at jobs. You know what Same. I'm saying? I, I, but the reason Ooh. I can live with the 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 decision that was made, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. outcome that it was, was because I gave it my all. Absolutely, facts, hundred percent. So you can't you we can't live with no regrets, and we got to live with risk. With risk comes reward. That's what they always say. You right. And, I'm a risk taker. I'm a risk taker. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's why true. I feel like I've, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, you know, I feel like I'm at my happiest, man. I'll keep it real. I'm gonna keep it real with you, man. Like I'm, I haven't lived a terrible life. Uh, right. Born and raised in Chicago. Shout out my city, period. Shout out. Um, right, right. You know, went to, went to college in Michigan and moved out to it. So I ain't lived the hardest life. Like I struggled, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. But I've come to grips with just like all of my life and I want to live my life with no regrets. And I want to live my life on my terms. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, I choose happiness. I choose God. You know what I'm saying? And Absolutely. God chooses me and happiness chooses me. Absolutely. So that's what it's all about, man. That's, that's what it's all about for real. Yo, you just, real. you just said a word there. Happiness chooses you like I choose happiness. Happiness chooses me. Yeah, period. I had you know what I had to get to that point in in a sense. I had to get to that point. And we'll get to the third question in a minute. But I had to get to that point, like seriously, like re- not even choosing God and being happy with God because it was that was secured. That's all. But I been think that, yeah. choosing happiness, bro. Wow, like we don't even. That's that's a bar. Like yo. Choosing happiness and letting happiness choose you, even when life is really crazy right now. And it's going to get crazy. And it's going to get crazier. Like my mama said something to me uh, um, yesterday. I was just talking to her and I was like, Ma, I was I was really being an adult yesterday. Like I really had to prioritize shit out for like the next couple, six months. For, yes, you know what I'm saying? And just like. You know, putting funds together and shit like da 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 da, and I'm like, oh shit, you know, we can go here, but we might be able to be, you know, what I'm saying it was that type of stuff. But my mama, like you said, my mama was like, she gave me an example of when she um she bought a house when I was little, and I remember her saying like, yo, mommy just bought a house, 
we gonna have to cut back on a lot of the things we did because we would go out to the movies, go out to eat. Like we was, we was all over Detroit. But when she bought that house, she was like, "Yo, we gonna have to cut it back for a minute, yada yada yada." And so she brought that up as an example to say, like, "Yo, I didn't live." You understand what I'm saying? Like, I was just taking care of the house, coming home, working. That's it. I was there was no time for me. She said, "Bills are going to be here." Life is going to be here. It's going to get mm-hmm. hard and hard. It's going to get crazy, crazy. The bill's going to be more expensive and more expensive. Live your fucking life. I know that's right. She said, listen. Drop a bomb for that. Drop a, drop bomb, a bomb. Drop a mom. bomb for that. Live your fucking life. Like, now, now, she ain't saying just go butt stupid crazy and not have no money. Right. Just all oh, just wilding and shit. But no. Live. If you got mm-hmm. it, live. Cause the bill's gonna be there. They're gonna they're gonna be there regardless. Yes, so sir. live, go yeah. live. And I'm like, you're right, mom. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're fucking right. Because yo, in New York, and as you and as you know, in the A, these are two major cities where it's like it's expensive as shit. Yeah, the fucking everywhere is expensive as shit. It's a it's a different type of environment depending on which city or space you go to, and you kind of have to have a persona once you go out to the nightlife and shit. Like you kind of have to be a different. And I'm like, I ain't trying to come up in here and be a different. I don't give a fuck about all that. All mm-hmm. I care about is making it in the city that I wanted to be in, and literally do what I hell what I just want to do in podcasting and. I I genuinely, bro, genuinely, over the last year and a half, it's been the happiest I've ever been. I'm Mind happy to hear that. I love to hear that. Like even through depression, even mild depression, even through the the you know all the struggles that I've had so far, I'm like this is where I've been the happiest individually and in my and in relationships. I have a dope ass mm-hmm. girl who holds a nigga. When I say hold him down. I don't mean just like, oh, I'm going to hold you down in prison. No, I ain't talking about that shit. (laughs) I'm talking about like, yo, I see what you bring to the table, and I see what I'm bringing to the table. I know what you're going to bring in the future because I see your drive, I see your vision, and vice versa. So you bring that to the table, and it's just like, this is a fucking adult relationship, and I'm fucking loving it. That's right. You feel what I'm saying? This is adult shit. You feel me? So it's it's amazing when you had that support for real, for real. So I guess going into my third question for you, because we 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 talk on the show, we talked about gener, uh, generational curses a lot, and what I got from a lot of my interviews was that either generational curses are non-existent or they do exist, and I don't want to call them generational curses anymore. I kind of want to call them generational patterns. Right. Uh, I think I think curses is, you know, kind of just a a negative word. So I'm like generational patterns that we have black men. Have you seen generational patterns that could affect us as a community in the future? And then how can we um, as black men, as a community and individually, which goes into our fourth question, kind of make that better? Because. Again, to to my first point in the uh, beginning of the show, I do see us slowly making a change, but I also see the other side, and I also see how 
we could be pulled back and pushed back. So how if 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 you know any or seen any, do you think we have any generational patterns? Uh so I, I first and foremost, I like generational patterns. Uh hashtag <laughs> hashtag quote trademark. I like that. generational patterns. Like I, I I really don't like that term because Bro, we just talked about like mental health, like, but like the the mind is 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 so powerful, bro. Right. And like I said, like the reason the reason why I, I like I said they can be broken generational patterns, but the reason why they won't be broken is because uh humans are conditioned. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so so mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of times what you see and how you see it depicts just your everything. You know what I'm saying? Right. I've been around the hood. I've been around the guns. I've been in fights. <laughs> and I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't, I, 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 I don't got to do all that. Right, exactly. But somebody else who might have been around that just like me might have just been instilled in a different way. So right. how do we break that is? Um, let's do another generational thing. Um, I think the key is generational wealth. Amen. I think that's the Amen. main generation. Come on. Man. generational wealth will help put forward for us to to you know be the change that we want to see you know what i'm saying let's Absolutely. keep it real shout out to me okay um but uh we 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 just got to put in the work bro like we, we just right. talked about growing is hard but through all that growing you're working you know what i'm right. saying like right. You may not be working a job, but you working on yourself. You working on your attitude. You working on your relationships. You working on a project. Like we're always working, right. but we're always working to build ourselves as human beings as well. Right. So we just gotta. We, we only thing we can do, bro, is break it. And I feel like with generational wealth, we can help put forth the things we want in our community. That's still that's still my ultimate goal in life, bro. Like I really want to revitalize areas of the city that I was born in. I love Chicago. I love Chicago to death. I, I love drop, it. I love it. Drop I love a bomb for from. Chicago real quick. You, feel me? you know, it's 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 a lot of tragedy that in my city. And you want to yeah, know why? Absolutely. Because it's a generational pattern. You right. know what I'm saying? It's right. a it's the same it's the same thing. So we got to show a different side and that's a lot of the reason like why i moved uh to atlanta you know what i'm saying i lived at home for like a month and stuff and i'm just like you know i love home i got friends here but you know how is this really gonna help my growth after being in college for four years you know what i'm saying so right right. i pushed myself you know what i'm saying you living in new york you pushed yourself you know and it wasn't easy you know what i'm saying i had help period i had help and that comes with pride absolutely absolutely i had help I did too. Still do. Amen. <laughs> but I got here. Right. But I got here. Right. Damn. Real, that. Gotta... What? Damn. Because that that was good. Like what? <laughs> that no that because that four year that that like no judgment zone here. Okay. But four years in a control space. Like think about that. Think about this. You're you're four years in a control space where low key we are sheltered. Yeah. Right. This is let let me burst a lot of high schoolers bubble. If you're listening to this um, before you go to college or even college freshmen, sophomores and shit like that. If you listen to this, whoever thinking about their children going to college, college is nothing but a big old high school. 
with a better curriculum, maybe. Um, because for me, that's where the first time I actually learned and really dove into black history. We weren't teaching black history in, 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 in K through 12. Who are we talking about? And I always say this. We were talking about either the, the, uh, the big three or the fantastic four. Uh, Martin, Malcolm, Rosa, and um, Harriet. That's it. Yeah. 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 We were only talking about them for so long. When we, when I think in the last five years, I've watched documentaries, I've uh, listened and read on audible books to hella, hella major, major players in the game of black history. And I'm like, this is all y'all could come up with? This is what you do. So, and and that's neither here nor there, but like having being being stationary in a four-year institution, staying on campus, whether that's off campus or on campus, you are controlled. You are yep. also, in a sense, kind of mentally conditioned, if you wanna if you wanna say, to the college way. All right. I can go to the basketball court, get a get a get a workout in, hit the gym, get a workout in, go to class, go back home, take a nap, mm-hmm. fuck off a little bit, right? <clears throat> and that and that's pretty much it. <clears throat> go to parties, have fun. Yep. When you get out of that, and I bet you, I, I guarantee you, every college student, and I want to say particularly black people. But I believe every college student has gone through a process like this. When you leave your school, it is literally the question is like, what's next? It does not matter if you got a job offer or not. It is literally a what's next because that job offer that you have is not going to keep you for the entirety that you think. So while you're thinking like, yo, I'm here, I'm going to be here for for a minute, they might only want your ass for a year secretly and be like yeah after that year it's a wrap so then what are you doing i think for me i had to figure out what's next after college the fuck was next and that is the most scary scary part about it because as college says to you we're going to prepare you for the real world the fuck are you talking about right the real world is a bitch, and you ain't preparing me for shit. Facts. Y'all did not Facts. prepare me for taxes for real. Y'all did not prepare me for LLCs for real. Y'all didn't prepare me for big. Y'all didn't prepare me for shit. Insurance. Insurance. I mean, this is shit that we need to learn. This is shit that we need to know. So when you get out here in the real world. It's scary, even with a college fucking degree, because you're thinking, okay, we're going to be good. Nah, it's tough. It's tough. It's fucking tough. tough. And then think about it without one. Oh, my God. What? What? You really? You? It's even tougher now, niggas, because now people are looking at you like, oh, you don't have a degree. Oh. Oh, you you did work all of these places. 
Cause see, some people will be like, "Oh, you don't got a degree? Oh, you don't got work history?" Uh. And now you, mm. so that that one really hit. Cause I'm like, "Yo, for you, you, you really in an institution for four years, and sometimes you feel as though that shit, or maybe even six years when you do your masters, and sometimes it feel like, what, what, what the hell? Well, what the fuck was this all for? More debt. More, like, dang, more debt. <laughs> more debt, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Fucking more debt. Um, fourth question. Individually and collectively, as a black man community, how can we be better? Okay. How can we be better? How can we do better, be better individually first? Because you talked about you, 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 you definitely went into and mentioned how we have to be internal first. Right, you did mention that. So how can how can we be better individually and then collectively for our community? Uh, I would I would say both uh, individually and collectively, um, but more so individually is accountability. I think um, yes. accountability is the most important thing, and it's 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 tough to take criticism. It's tough to right. go through heartbreak. It's tough to you know, go through, you know, death and everything, you know, that that's a, that's a part of living, but you know, you, you want to be able to always hold yourself to a standard of accountability right. and the people around you, you know, that's why I say collectively too, because you want the people around you to, to hold, hold you, you accountable too. too. Absolutely. I don't have no people, no friends that are around me. That's going to lie to me. If, if, if I'm fucking up, excuse my language, if I'm fucking up, like, tell me that I'm fucking up. You know what I'm saying? Don't. Absolutely. I don't want nobody in my life that's just going to watch me kill myself or, you know, make myself look crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I hold myself to the same standard that I hold the people in my life to. You know what I'm saying? So individually, like, you know, accountability, when you mess up, take accountability. And it's easier said than done, you know, because, you know, I was young, you know, I was young and I was like, man, that's. That's they fall. I don't, I don't right. care nothing about that. <laughs> Me as well. But, uh, uh, right. You you, you got to take a sense of accountability. You do. Um, collectively. Yes. yes. I just think um, us as black men, bro, we just got to be more um, just honest with each other, man. Like, right. it's like, it's okay that, you know, you hurting from that trauma, bro. Like, talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's okay that, you know, you going through you know i i last year at the beginning of last year last february uh i I had lost my job but it was a job that i just hated bro i I hated it to death right i ain't gonna name drop them but they know who they are like i hated it bro and when i got let go like it was it was a sense of relief like it was just such a a big burden off of me but the people i had around was like yo you know i got work for you you know, hey, if you need something to do, you know, in between you me. as you as you wait, da, 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 I got you. And bring me to my next point, a sense of community. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A sense of community. Like <laughs> the people I hear, if I say, if I say, man, I'm going through some hardship right now, we're not counting each other pockets. We trying to help you, you get back on your feet. Me. It's a sense of community. That's it. It's community. Shout out Cordell. Me and Cordell going up to the mountain uh, this Saturday. You oh, know, community. Shit, yeah. We're going to we build the community. <laughs> we, you know what I'm saying? So you feel me. that's what it's about, man. We got to build a community. And that's why I'm saying, you know, he a black man out here in Atlanta. He just moved out here. Yeah, man, he needs to know him. people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. He needs to know people, meet people so right. he can start building his community as well. Right. 
But that's how we gonna get it. We gonna get ahead, bro. We gotta stick together, bro. It's too much beef. It's too much BS. Y'all banging over a block you don't own. Y'all shooting up each other. That's that's what they want us to do. I'm sorry, Jake. Can you say that one more time? You y'all what over what y'all don't I said, own? I say I say you banging on the block you don't own, and you shooting each other. That's what they want us to do. That's exactly and what I, they want us to do. That's what they want us to do, bro. That's why I, I get so sad and my heart hurts when I hear about all of death in Chicago yes. because it ain't nothing but us doing it to each other. Yes. And Detroit. And too. if we put that energy into each other, yes. man. Yes. Yes. I completely agree. Accountability, as you said, is easier said than done. A lot of it us is. Don't, a lot of us don't. It's not necessarily we don't want to, we don't like to, because that means we're wrong, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And there's nothing wrong with being wrong. I have found that taking accountability for your actions actually shows the most mature side of you. You understand what I'm saying? And in a a very genuine way, too. Because, see, a lot of people like to take accountability, and that's a bullshit accountability, right? Like, they just want to take accountability, just take accountability, and and they don't mean it for real. No, be genuine with that. Like, when you're wrong, I need you to stand firm in that. My bad, bro. I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean to disrespect you. Da-da-da-da-da. Or I didn't mean this. I didn't mean that. My bad. Now... That person, whether they if, if they want to bang with you or not, that's on them. And you're going to have to sit with whatever their decision is going to be. And that is going to be okay for you. We're not going to die. My mom always told me, you're not going to die by somebody's no. You're not going to die. Somebody tell you no, you're still living, you're still walking, and you're still breathing. Don't don't get upset. It is what it is. If they don't want to bang with you, that's what it is. But for you, taking accountability would be the first step for you to be like, okay, you know what? I'm making a little bit of change. I'm making true change. I'm I'm trying to sit here, you know what I'm saying, and do right. And that's it. And once you continue to do the best you can, because none of us can none of us can be perfect. Perfect right. is not even we can go maybe 80%. Now, we can you know, we can give 110, 150, even 200% and that will not get us to 100% perfect. Right? But we can get damn close, right? But at the same token, you have to understand that you're human and that things are going to happen and you have to be honest like JT said, accountability comes with honesty, bro. Accountability comes with honesty. They're like two sides of the coin. They are hand in hand, literally. In order for you to take accountability, you have to be honest, not just with the other person, but with yourself. With yourself. You have to be accountability. You have to take and in order for you to be accountable with others, you have to be accountable with who? Yourself. First. Yes, sir. First. Man, I know it's hard as hell. Trust me. I get it. Even as a, a, a hyper emotional dude, it was like I still didn't want to take accountability for a lot of shit back then. Like fuck that, nah, y'all, man, I, I, I'm validated. Yeah. Fuck is you talking about? But no, I had to come around and be like, nah, that's that's not what that is, and that's not how I should how I should be. So I had to switch that up real quick. All right, I'm wrong. My bad. You right. I'm sorry. 
And now it's like, for me, over the last like six, seven years, I don't mind being wrong. If I'm wrong, okay, correct yeah. me. Let me know. Let me know. I, I don't mind being wrong. Let me know that I'm wrong. I know that's right. Me either, bro. You feel me? And if I am wrong, I'm sorry for disrespecting you. I have no I have no qualm sitting here telling you that I'm sorry. I have no problem sitting here telling you that I'm wrong. A lot of us do, though. And we have to get to a place where we can be okay with saying, my bad. My bad, bro. Like, really meaning it. Like, we say, my bad, bro. That's just a my bad, bro. Like, it's just, it just come out of one ear and goes out the other. But when you really mean that shit, like, my bad, bro, I didn't mean to hurt you and shit like that. Like, because I've had conversations with my bros where we literally been in those situations and shit just hit the fan and we be like, you know what, my, bro, my bad. Like, you got to come with that, especially with JT's talking of community. If we're talking community, the first thing we have to do is be honest and have accountability. That's yes, that's the that's that's off the bat first. Yeah. Especially if we want a healthy, stable community. We have to be accountable. We have to be honest. That's that's off the rip. So that goes into my last question, mm-hmm. man. What does black men win mean to you? When you hear the phrase black men win, what does that mean to you? What comes to mind when you hear that? Um Black man wins, bro. Uh, I just feel like I, I'm 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 just a I'm just a high energy person. Uh, person, excuse mm-hmm, me, but mm-hmm. uh, black man win. Just happiness, man. If you happy in what you do, if you happy Sir. with that trucking company, if you happy flipping them burgers, if you happy selling them toys, <laughs> if you happy. In your relationship, if you're happy in your marriage, you're winning. Yes, sir. You're winning. Yes, sir. So, what, like I said, I, I, I real life, bro. I, I real life, like anytime, not only black men, but black women too. Shout out to lady. Oh, talk about shout the out man. to my black women. But right, but black, but black. Period. Black, black people happy. That makes me happy. That fuels my energy. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. So, black man win. I just think of happiness, man. And if you happy and if you working towards happiness or if you working towards that new job, if you working towards that degree, if you working towards that certification and it's making you happy, win it. You win it. Come on. That's it. That's it. That we're going. That's it right there. That boy. He dropped the bottle. Wait, wait, we got to Jay has dropped. Some jewels in which I knew he would drop because again, this is this is this is this is a a brother, a man who I've again looked up to, like for real, like you, secretly in the back. Man, I appreciate that for real because when 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 you have that sense of community, like off the mic, we can chat, kick it, talk real shit. He know like a lot of the shit that I've been through. You feel what I'm saying? And and, and and vice versa. And it's just like, yo, we have to have that. You understand what I'm saying? Like it 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 needs it 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 needs to be done. And and the purpose of this podcast, I always say this after every episode or beginning. The purpose of this podcast is for men, black men, to know that right, you bro. are winning. And how this platform for us, man. Just like Jay said, it don't matter if you fucking flipping burgers at mcdonald's to doing podcasting right here you are winning if you are happy even if niggas is talking in the background let them talk let them let niggas them talk. talk talk let is them cheap. talk 
Let them fiddle their little lips and let them talk their shit. Because as one of one of my mentors on YouTube said, niggas that talk, and I'm and I'm paraphrasing, but niggas that talk are in the bleachers. You are on the field. Okay? They're watching you. They're not doing the same thing. But they're watching. They're spectators. So they know where they're at. They're not going to get their up and do what you're doing or even have the capacity to do a fragmentation of what they want to do. And see, we are talking to them and want them to get off their ass and go do what you want. Even if that's writing, I mean, shit, if you want to go get a job at a trucking company like Jay said, I don't give a damn. Right. Whatever makes you happy, I want you to know that you are winning, my black men. You feel me? I want you to know that you have community. I want you to know that you don't have to sit here and do what society continues to play on a TV screen and make movies of and everything like, yeah, it's entertainment sometimes. But, bruh, you can be more. You can do more. And you have support systems. Even if even if you don't have them around you, I know you got one here that's telling you right now that you can do it. So to my black man out there, you're winning always. You're winning. Period, man. Jay, this was great, bro. This was Thank amazing, you for bro. Me, bro. This is awesome. This, this is was awesome, this bro. was fucking amazing, bro. This was way too fucking overdue. We need to do another one. I need to get you on oh. another podcast for sure. It, it I gotta just, do my R&B one. Oh, definitely. I got. I gotta get you. I gotta get you at least on three of these bitches, like for real, because it. it Man, JB dropping some jewels, man, and he be having some great perspectives. You need to be podcasting. Hey, hey, that's what I was just gonna get into. I was just gonna get into that. I was just gonna get into that. Now the party, we still doing the party. Shout out my party fellas, yes. D Lamp. Where the Honcho. hell have y'all been? Listen, listen, listen. Honcho, <laughs> he has moved to New York. He's doing very great things in New York. Where? Lamp is doing amazing things. <laughs> Lamp is doing amazing things with his rap career. Yes, and sir. Mello is actually working to get his masters. So, with that being said, um, me and Remy, yeah, yeah, everybody working. Everybody working. Me and Remy, we said we're gonna drop the after party. So you already know you gotta come through. This the first time I'm talking about it right now. So by the time this drop, everybody gonna know what's up, but we coming. And we gonna we gonna get into some topics, like you said. We are gonna be dropping jewels, but we gonna it's gonna be a real talk. Yo, so you gonna look out, you gonna look out. It's gonna be fun to all. We have some good guests too. Yo, y'all been doing it, yo. Because I was like, like I was, I was, I was, I was a genuine fan of the show, man. I was watching, listening, and shit. And then y'all cut, and I was like, oh hell. <laughs> I was like, back, bro. I was like, back. no, don't leave, don't leave, and I'll be, I'll be so sick because I'll be like, no, don't leave, because it be, it be so. You find good jewels, good podcasts in in this realm sea of podcasting right now, and yeah, I felt man. like, yeah. and I felt like the party podcast was a great podcast. I felt like it was a dope ass podcast between all five of y'all, and it was what four, 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 four of us, four. yeah. For all four of y'all, and it was dope as fuck. And I was like, I'm tuning in at least each week. And if I miss it, I'm 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 retuning in on on the audio. Like I'm tuning in, and I was ready. I'm looking. I'm looking for Instagram posts. I'm like, where are my guys at? 
We coming, we coming back, man. Shout out to Ty, man. Ty hey. pushed us to, to to make sure we started that, man. Hey, like man, I said, I man. You 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 talked about like you know I, I, how you looked up to me, bro. I look up to you as well, man. Like I said, you know you you all all my friends and my family, man. Y'all put so much light and so much fire into me, man. Like I and you, man. I appreciate you, bro. Because like I said, man. Even even when I get you on the after party, we gonna have hey. We gonna, oh, we gonna take it back, man. We gonna, I'm excited. <laughs> we gonna get crazy. Uh, you know me. <laughs> Shout out Flyer Pop, Flyer feel, Pop, Flyer Pop. Shrimmy. You feel me? Shout out to all them boys, man. I cannot believe that shit. They've been doing some great work. I knew it was something. I knew y'all just didn't leave. Just leave. I knew something was, I knew cooking yeah. was hot. And shout out to Honcho coming to New York. Nigga, everybody moving to this bitch. My boy Honcho. Shout Ooh. out to Honcho Van. My boy out shout there doing out. big things. Yes, sir. Shout out to Melo getting a master. Shout out to Rail. You feel me? They out. They out in Grand Rapids making that moolah. I see them going hey. crazy out there, man. Hey, yeah. Oh, they going boys, crazy, man. They going flyers. Frequent flyers. Shout out to them boys, man. Uh, Jay, you you already gave them the Instagram handle, so I'll 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 I'll, I'll you know link it down in the below. But if you want to let them know where they can follow you, where they can check you out again, you can. If not, don't. It's, it's fine. Definitely, yes. So make sure y'all follow me at jay underscore tay twenty four. Um, like I said, um, I'm, I'm dropping a whole bunch of gems right now. I've been working on a cologne, working on the marketing for that. So be on the lookout, fellas. Uh, got the after party podcast. Shout out to uh, Mike and Shara. We didn't got you know uh, our business uh, uh, has been approved. So we working on that. Um, so like I said, man, 2022 Come will be a big on. year, not only for me. But for all of y'all too, so make sure y'all continue to work and be on the lookout for the after party test. We're gonna have some fun. We're gonna have some fun. Before we go, I'm not just gonna let this nigga just slide through that shit and just say, oh, I got a marketing (laughs) plan and a cologne coming soon. Nigga, what? I've been working, bro. I've been working. I I like to smell good. I like to smell good. Oh, I know, bro. Trust me. Same. So if that bitch is hitting, send me a sample. Oh, yeah, you already know. You already know. I get some samples. Like I said, I've been really working a long time to make sure the fragrance <sighs> is a resemblance of me. You know yes, what I'm saying? So that's yes, why sir. I was taking yes, so long. Sir. Slow but steady, but wow, that's, 2022 going to be the year. That's fucking amazing. Let's just drop another one more. That's, man, my, my friends. My brothers be out here just doing the damn thing, and I'm proud. I'll be, I'll be just like, appreciate mm, you, mm, bro. All right, y'all, we out of here again. Uh, I want to appreciate Jay for coming through uh, the podcast. Um, please subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, all of those, YouTube, all of those. Subscribe, listen, yada, yada, yada. Follow us on uh, Instagram at underscore BMW Podcast. Not the car, but you know <laughs> you can think it you feel what i'm saying but bmw podcast on instagram the black man win podcast on facebook you can also follow um the network um uh twitter you feel me our podcast network the thc podcast network you follow us on twitter and on youtube we'll have all the links in descriptions below uh copy some merch we have some merch out right now uh 50 off for the whole rest of the month uh black men win merch as well so i gotta tap in uh tap into that you can go to our website we'll have all of that links in the bio uh i'm sorry in the description box when we drop the episode all right 
I love you guys. Peace, love, and hair grease. Y'all have a great, great week. We will be back uh, February 9th with another episode. This will be airing January 26th since, you know, this is like premiere week. You feel me? So I want to... I want to drop a few few episodes for for that. everybody's you know great pleasure. So y'all will hear this um, probably you know when you hear this on Wednesday. So love you guys, peace, love and hair grease, and this has been another one. Be- peace.